Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Monday afternoon. And uh, we are glad you have tuned in today. We'd love to hear from you if you want to call in. Eight, the, the, the number is 844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928. If you have any questions or comments, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Ask at SWATradio.com. Shoot us an email. And uh, Doug, welcome back. Yeah, been gone for a week it has been I, but had a great time with my friend mark Rody and my friend billy weatherall over in um shreveport louisiana actually bozier city and uh we had about uh i think around 250 guys at man church on uh tuesday night last week and you know what i connected brad with a couple of young guys these are guys in their 20s um a guy named Zach and a guy named Solomon. And uh, I was so encouraged because uh, I, I, I shared um, from uh, Haggai what we've been talking mm-hmm. about. I shared with them about priorities <clears throat> and I shared the gospel. I talked about the kingdom gospel. And these two guys, these young guys came up and both of them thanked me for sharing the kingdom gospel they said you know what why do people not preach this why is it that hmm. pastors and teachers aren't teaching about the kingdom they were so encouraged and so we literally stayed after probably close to an hour talking me and these young guys about the kingdom gospel and mark and mark was so encouraging and uh, then i went to billy weatherall you know billy weatherall runs christ fit gym in shreveport they're in other places in the country too but they started there i met billy in 2011 and i was there speaking for um men at the cross at shreveport and um mark Rody introduced me to billy who was a, a former drill instructor in the army and billy uh, was getting some guys ready to go to boot camp and so I went out and did this CrossFit training with him. He had us all puking out on the field. You know, we were just <laughs> running. I, it, but that was 12 years ago. And uh, anyway, Billy shared a vision for having a gym that's donation-based. And I remember him sharing. He was a little nervous about the whole idea and stepping out in faith. Right. And now 12 years later, he has multiple locations. He's got this unbelievable facility there. I mean, it is huge. Hmm. And um, he, he almost went to jail during COVID because they opened up. The, they had these these garage doors right. and they open it up. Right. And he said, we, we stayed open. We never shut down. Hmm. And people, we were packed. But uh, now he's got uh, Christ Fit moving service. Uh, where they move people, they go in, they hire a bunch of people. And he went from doing this donation-based, you know, fitness place to now he does donation-based moving. I mean, they they move people. They go out and help people move. No way. They go out and they – now he has a uh, – I think he's got like a, a, a smoothie shop that they have right there on the facility that they do they got they've got a, a recycle um ministry where they they recycle they go get all stuff all over town they mm-hmm. take it 
and recycle it. Uh, and I'm just like sitting there going, man, it is hard to believe, Billy, what God has done. So between him and Mark, I was so encouraged because I feel like there are a couple of Timothys, you know, from 12 years ago yeah. to see right. what God has done. And so it was good to go back there and be there. I, I, you know, I appreciate so much David and Craig and David and Brian taking, you were down, actually you were down in Orlando. How was that? It was great. It Really. Tell, tell, it, tell it right really what great. was going on. You know, it was uh, the Hope Solutions Conference. I was down there really for about a day and a half with my good friend Jeff Dalrymple and uh, went down to hear uh, Casey DeSantis. This was so Hope Solutions or Hope Florida has been a, uh, a, a conference in the making for about three or four years. This was the first conference, but it's been this, this effort, this move where it's, it's, uh, ministries nonprofits, and the private sector partnering with the state to meet the needs of the people uh, i learned about this thing called care portal you ever heard of it mm, I, I never heard of it no it's a platform that was a stat i'll find out the guy's name got to meet him uh really it built this platform technology platform that would allow people churches ministries even things like what you and i do where we hear a need we post that on the portal, and that immediately goes out to all these ministries and churches. What a great idea! It's, it's, it's amazing, and and see a need and meet a need exactly. Right? And you think about when you and I know you, you you come across needs all the time uh-huh. of people who have a need. Yeah. And what do you do? You pick up the phone. You call a few people. Those people call a few people. And, and you, you just know, network out to uh, let people know yeah, about and it. And Lord willing, you know, we'll be able to meet that need in some way, but not nearly as fast as if you put it on this platform and it immediately it immediately sends a signal out to anybody who's part of that platform, which I think every church ought to be a part of that well, platform. Well, every ministry. Every I, ministry. I, that, that, Absolutely. I, I, I think that's a great idea. Well, you know, I just saw you on social media with a, a young man who had Down syndrome. Yes. I thought, man, I should have been down oh, there man. with you. That was incredible. Uh, yeah. Chris, uh, I you're probably familiar with him and did not know. He was on the panel with uh, Casey DeSantis. By the way, I, we don't really get super political here, but I got to tell you, in fact, I had dinner the night before on, let's see, Monday night, Labor Day. Uh, went to my good friend Aaron DiPietro's wedding yeah. and ended up sitting with Kevin Baird, uh, who works really with the uh, you know the Florida Council on uh, for Family yeah. Policy. Anyway, I asked Kevin if, if he was going to be there. He said, I'm not. He said, but let me tell you, you're going to be very impressed with Casey DeSantis. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, interestingly enough doug i don't know if you've met her hurt her or whatever uh-huh. but uh you know you, i became very aware she's she's young they're yeah. they're young they're, they're a young couple they're a young couple but let me tell you her her grat now she's trained she's a journalist and all that but uh her her knowledge of how government should work in mm-hmm. partnership with nonprofits, with ministries with the private sector uh, is so amazing she had to have shared for 20 25 minutes no notes just boom 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 it was just phenomenal mm. and it really encouraged me yeah you know as a guy who who believes that's the model it it is not the model for government to fill every single need that we have no you know and and really as the church and this this was a faith-based 
conference. Well, but that's that what I mean love about Christian what they're doing. No, no, but what they're doing is they're doing a lot of faith-based partnerships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in fact, who was the guy that you wanted me to meet not too long ago? He came and he he actually heads up the faith-based connections, right? A liaison between, you remember I'm talking, well, he was here for Kevin. the chamber. Um, Some guy was here, I think uh, when it was a chamber meeting or something, and you met him. And you yeah. said you need to talk to this guy because well, he heads up the faith base figures. I, I don't know what I had for lunch today, but <laughs> but it'll come to me, I'm sure, eventually. And, you know, I, again, I was so encouraged by what she had to share, not to mention I was so encouraged that the state of Florida uh, is is has embraced this fully and, and that it's not a future thing where, that they're shooting for. This is actually happening. In fact, Doug, I met a guy who was on the panel along with Chris, who had Down syndrome, who's the world record holder in the triathlon. He's the only Down syndrome person who's ever completed a triathlon. Really? A true Ironman triathlon. Wow. How about that one? That's – And, I I mean, he – it was better him than me yeah, I don't want to. he was i mean he was strong and and uh but anyway this other guy was on the panel who and i'll again i'll find out you put me on the spot i had to find out his name you know what the greatest you know what the biggest need is at least in the state of florida mm-hmm. just i'm just throwing out what do you think is the biggest need among the communities of communities um and, and and well, I, just I, just physical needs. What do, what do I, people I, need? I, I, I would probably say that in the state of Florida right now, um, probably housing. Maybe interesting. Uh, the number one need is bedding. It's bedding. bedding. Think bedding. about that. And so this guy out of that need started a a nonprofit building bunk beds. Mm. Just building bunk beds. To this day, this was only just uh, a few years ago that they started this. They've built over a hundred thousand, built and delivered over a hundred thousand beds for people. You know who we need to reach out to? Mike Lindell. Get Mike Lindell, <clears throat> Mr. Pillow guy, to do some beds. That'd be great. I ended up talking to this guy. And I, you know, as a, a background in the mattress business, I asked him, you know, what do you guys do for mattresses? He, mm. he goes, we just have we have people who are willing to donate that. Mm. And so, anyway, just think about a, a very basic need that we, you and I, take for granted. I got a, I got a mattress to sleep on, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and they're they're you know what they've seen what the. You know, as as Eric Dillon back, you know, Eric, Eric said, uh, you know, you can't unsee what you've seen. You know, I, I think of trips you've taken, trips I've taken mm-hmm. where you're you're on mission. Mm-hmm. You cannot unsee what you've seen. No. And uh, his point was when you go into homes where people are in need, real true need, mm-hmm. you can't unsee that. No. And those things stick with you. Yes. And, but that's what moves people, right? That's I it. mean, photos. That's, that's why it. it's so important to bring yeah. photos and uh, let people see that. Well, hey, I want to just quickly, obviously, we don't want to go into the next session without acknowledging today is 9-11. Mm-hmm. And, uh, boy, we don't, we don't forget the images of 9-11, do we? Speaking of images. Oh, no. I remember where I was. Do you remember where you were? I mean, I, 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 do. I, I, I remember we were living in Cyprus and uh, Texas. And uh, wow, we, 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 it was really nerve wracking that day mm. trying to figure out. It's kind of like end of the world. People yeah. were thinking, oh, my goodness, uh, what's happening? 
You know? I remember getting a call from Vicky. I was in my office, uh, not far from where we are right now. In fact, within a quarter mile from where we are right now, <clears throat> Phillips Highway, JTB, it was in an office right over there uh, running the mattress firm. And I get a call from her, and she says, do you see what's going on? Hmm. And I said, no, what's going on? She says, a plane hit the World Trade Center. Well, immediately, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, wow, some private plane, you know, got off track. So I immediately... <clears throat> That's what I thought, too, initially. Yeah, I immediately go back into our warehouse where our warehouse manager had a TV on, and he's watching it. And about the time I got back there, I'm sitting there watching the second plane hmm. live hit that building. Yeah, right that's there. what we saw, too. It's terrible watching it, wasn't it? Yeah. And so yeah. the, they're doing uh, traditionally what they do is having people read the names of mm -hmm. all the victims. But it's, again, it's a reminder during that time, so many people immediately after that started going to church, started yeah. asking questions, and then two months later, it just um, evaporated. But it is a day. <clears throat> we do want to remember the families, just like on every anniversary of that, it, it, it is hard. And I think they even identified two. They've In the recent weeks, they've identified yeah. two victims that they haven't. There's still a lot of people they didn't identify wow. there. So, But because of DNA, they were able to. Um, one other thing, uh, uh, Coco Goff. How about that? Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if you saw but ESPN tweeted out that she took a moment to soak it all in after winning her first Grand Slam, and Tony Dungy slammed on. Tony said she wasn't soaking it in. She was praying, yeah. thanking the one true living God, Amen. giving him the credit. But they wouldn't tell you that <clears throat> no, because they're, they don't want people to acknowledge that. She yeah. wasn't soaking it in. What a contrast. If if you're not, you know, you're you're praying and thanking God, giving him and somebody's saying you're soaking it in. She yeah. she wasn't soaking one is it in. narcissistic, one is uh glorifying God. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And she's been very open about her faith. That's why I was pulling for her. I was very yeah. glad to see her win. Amen. That. Hey, glad you glad you joined us today. If you want to call 844-777-7928. Ask at SWATradio.com if you have a comment or question. Love to hear from you. We'll be right back after the break. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. The Florida Georgia Truth Network, heard in Amelia Island at 91.3.
Touchdown in the cold black tower. Hold on for the sudden stop. Breathing the familiar shock of confusion and chaos. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Monday afternoon. And Doug, I wanted to read real quickly. We we have this, I know you guys have similar, just kind of these family texts that go out. And my wife sent out a text early this morning to our whole family, just recognizing it being 9-11. She says, there's really an entire generation that doesn't remember that day or have any idea <laughs> what it was like to watch those buildings fall on live TV. Mm. To wonder which of your friends who was a pilot might be in the middle of the ter- of a terrible situation in the air. To wonder what target would be next. To pray your children were safe at school. To pray that the naval air station across the river from you, which is where we live, wasn't a target. To find out a high school classmate was on a plane that hit the Pentagon. To watch leaders decisively come together across party lines. To be literally glued to the TV and constantly on your knees in prayer to hear the calls made by people on the doomed planes or in the towers to their loved ones knowing they were going to die, to pray for survivors to be found, to see the images of firefighters running toward their deaths, to watch those escaping running away from the buildings covered in ash. Mm. If you don't remember, watch something today to reacquaint yourself with that. Mm. Yeah, it's certainly a, a time to remember because in our lifetime, this is – this this was the Pearl Harbor for our parents' generation yes. for us. I yep. mean, it was something where the whole world was just caught off guard, caught mm-hmm. in shock. And, um, you know, when you go through times like that, it, it does make you evaluate. I promise you, mm-hmm. after 9-11, people reevaluated priorities, yes. at least temporarily. That's right. That's even. right. You know, that's why people started going to church. People started... Uh, asking questions because they're like man if this can happen it was certainly a picture of the evil that can take place for somebody to do something mm-hmm. like that um and but we're we're really um naive if we think that can't happen again or even something worse yeah and yeah. i immediately thought of what jesus said when he was asked about you know the 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 blood that was shed and he goes do, do you think you're any better off? I mean, you need to repent, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and he, he when when something bad happens, you think about a situation like that. It should make you reevaluate. And that's what we talked about with Haggai. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we were in Haggai one last week. Um, you and David talked about it on a Friday and uh, David and uh, Bre- uh, Brian and then David and Craig talked about it on Tuesday and Wednesday. Um but the, the whole idea of, of rearranging our priorities, and last week what they really dealt with, just to give people who might just be tuning in a little backdrop, Haggai is really about four sermons. It's four messages put in this short little two-chapter book. And the first one was chapter one. The whole chapter was on priorities, rebuilding God's temple. And it was interesting to me that he sent, his people back and the very first thing he wanted was to build the temple not a wall not an educational system but the temple where his presence would dwell so that the people could be reminded their defense is not in a wall it's not in Mm. human effort it's in him 
they they have to trust in him and that goes for us too yeah a lot of times as americans we tend to think our technology our our weapon superiority is our defense well it's not god could wipe out any of that in a moment's <laughs> notice right and sometimes he does what he did with israel is he got their attention and we saw that in chapter one but last week um there were people who were there who saw the rebuilding taking place and they were weeping they, they the reason was because they kind of looked in scorn on this this rebuilt temple because it wasn't as good as it used to be in their mind mm. because what were they looking at they were looking at the outer edge but what did god tell them he told them listen this one will be greater not because listen i own all the gold he says i own all the silver this is going to be a greater temple because ultimately jesus messiah is going to walk in this temple hmm. he didn't walk in the old temple right. but he will walk in you know there were seven temples and i don't know if did did y'all talk about this we Friday? did not no I, there's there's seven temples in the bible and you know herod spent 46 years rebuilding the temple that Zerubbabel and Joshua led them to build because he felt it wasn't worth his glory. His glory should have been a better temple, right? <laughs> and so that was just one of them. There was the Tabernacle of Moses. There was the Temple of Solomon, which was the first temple. Then there was this rebuilt one of Zerubbabel. Uh, and then Herod kind of added to that. That was the third temple. The fourth temple is today, you and me, it's the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm always struck by this. People talk about bringing people to church to meet God. No, the Old Testament in those temples, people had to bring people to the temple to see God's presence. But in the New Testament, the, when the church age came, now the temple is the people of God that go display his presence out in the world. So the Old Testament's come and see, the New Testament's go and be, put him on display out there. But then there's a fifth temple we read about. It's the uh, temple of the Antichrist. That's going to be a rebuilt temple, and they will actually offer sacrifices there. He's going to go in and announce himself as the leader, the ruler of the world. Um, the sixth temple is Ezekiel's Messianic temple, where Christ rules. And then the seventh is the new universe with no temple. God is the temple. God is. Yep. And so uh, those are the the temples. And we, we got to remember as we labor for the temple of God, we're laying aside our own purposes and our own uh, agendas to serve him. And for you and me, the priority of rebuilding our temple is the temple inside of us. Hmm. It's refining it. It's it's getting the word into us and putting God on display. Peter says the church is a temple and we should be about temple building in our lives, right? Uh, so how are we doing in that? <laughs> if we're not asking that question, then more than likely, it's like marriage, right? Can you be neutral in marriage? Right? You cannot. You're, you're either getting better mm -hmm. or you're getting worse. Yeah. You're growing closer or you're growing apart. There is no neutrality with God. Uh, and by the way, he doesn't leave us. That's right. We we go away with him. But God said, and last week they covered it, he's pleased that they're doing it. He says, be strong, Zerubbabel. 
be strong, Joshua. Be strong, O remnant. He tells him he's the only opinion that matters, mm-hmm. right? And we forget that sometimes when we start having people around us and and we go and and we realize that everything on earth is reserved for fire and judgment under his judgment. And he says in verse six and seven, we saw last week, y'all y'all covered, I will shake the heavens. I will shake the earth. I will shake the sea. I will shake the dry land. You know, that's quoted over in Hebrews chapter mm. 12. And um, I, I don't know if they covered what Woodrow Wilson said, but he said, I would rather fail in a cause that will ultimately succeed than succeed in a cause that will ultimately fail. And so when you think about God and his opinion, it's the only one that matters. By the way, did they teach that at TCU, Brad? <laughs> no, they did not. They didn't teach it at Mississippi State. I don't think they teach it at Florida or FSU. Where do people go to to find wisdom? Well, they go to Google. Uh, they go to the Internet. They go to fortune tellers. They go to tarot card readers, palm readers. We know the future, mm. and it's displayed in God's Word. And so uh, th- those people, whether it's Google – those people on Google don't love you. Those people on Google don't know you. God knows you, and he gave his word uh, over 2,000 years ago, uh, literally over 4,000 years ago, starting with the Old Testament, to us to tell us how do we walk with him? How do we walk in his kingdom by his kingdom principles with his kingdom power? And so he says to his people, and they we covered this, uh, hopefully they covered it last week. He says, I'm with you. I'm still in your midst, and I'm going to shake the world. The only thing that's going to remain is Jesus. And so this week, we're going to be looking at the last part, chapter 2, um, looking at God's magnificent plan, his, you know, his destiny for us. And as we think about that, and one thing I love about Haggai, and I think we mentioned it uh, a couple of weeks ago when we first were dealing with it, is how specific he is with the dates. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> he starts yeah. he starts off in chapter one, and he talks about you know the the second year and the first day of the sixth month, right? And it's less than a it's less than a month before they repent. And then he just takes them in, and we see on in chapter 2, it's the second year, 21st day of the seventh month. You know, it's a month later. And and they've been building, and we talked to that. Well, in chapter 2, verse 10, he says the second year, the 24th day of the ninth month. This is two months after the second message now of dealing with malcontents, people who are complaining uh he gives what we call a bedroom talk. Have you ever had bedroom talks with your kids <laughs> after they've done something and blown it and after they've experienced some consequences when their their consciences are kind of soft, when they, they you, you kind of remind them of their experience consequences at that time right. because, one, they know the initial fear of, oh, my gosh, what what's mom and dad going to do mm-hmm. is over, and they're thinking about, what happened so you can go in there and you can talk to them of these experience consequences and you can warn them listen you don't want to do this again because you saw what happened so lock that in your memory bank 
remember how it felt, you know, yeah. and, uh, you have those bedroom talks and, um, you know, we can, I know we got to go to break. We can talk about that after the news, but uh, those, those are very healthy, aren't they? Okay. Yeah. Very healthy. We, we don't seem to do that like we used to. No. You know, where this. Well, we don't have time. We can't get. Well, <laughs> it's hard to make the time. Yeah. With everybody's going so many directions. And, and distracted. Uh-huh. I mean, I think if anything, as we look through this text, we're going to see that God calls us not to be distracted, mm-hmm. but to be focused on what his plan is. Yes. Because there's great blessing in it. Glad you tuned in today. We're going to take a quick break. You're, you're welcome to call us, 844-777-7928. We had a lot of guys at the SWAT training day. They probably have something to say. Give us a shout, 844-777-SWAT. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, that would be the Ten Commandments, or not an effort by a mean-spirited, angry God to keep you from having fun. Just the opposite. They are a reflection of the way the world works. Listen up. If you want to sleep better at night and live with more peace during the day, have a better family life, be happier with yourself, read them, live by them. (laughs) Lots of luck with that. But if that doesn't work, Remember that Jesus has done it all for you. You might reach out to him. Don't thank me. I was glad to help. I'm Steve Brown. You think about that. Share what you just heard with a friend. Go to youthinkaboutthat.com. Expect some delays because of a crash on I-95 southbound at the south end of the Trout River Bridge. Also, there's an accident on the East Beltway 295 southbound at Gate Parkway, affecting the left express lane. Partly cloudy tonight, low 75. Tuesday, mostly sunny with a chance of storms, high 92. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm AJ. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. We're glad you tuned in. If you want to call in, the number is 844-777-7928. Doug, I have to mention, starting Wednesday, we will be uh, back in the SWAT Bible studies. Oh, yeah. And uh, going through Mark. Going through Mark. Gospel of Mark. Looking forward to it. If you are not... uh, if, if, well, first of all, a couple of things uh, for, for, for our regular SWAT guys who come every week, wake up, the, the, the day has come, you know, yeah. this, this week we'll start back and uh, I guess you're just going to do it. I imagine you're going to do an overview of some kind uh, yes. as you usually do. Yes. But for those who maybe tuned in today, aren't in a men's study. Uh, I know most churches offer men's studies, but if you're not in one, get in one. And here's one that I highly recommend, um, and, and we've got 
several options Wednesday morning at uh, Bono's Barbecue out in Ponte Vedra off Solana Road. That gets started at 6 a.m. on Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is, <clears throat> I know that's an early, early time, but uh, that, that room's pretty full by the time 6 o'clock comes around um well that the, or is it 6 30 6 30 6 30 my six no yeah. it's 6 30 at uh woody's woody's lunch, i said bonus lunch is here at noon 12 o'clock <laughs> and um and then uh by the way one of our swat brothers scott gay passed away last week uh from our lunch swat so we want to remember the gay family um he uh, he faithfully came to the lunch swat um uh, and uh, I know that they are grieving his loss, and so we want to lift him up. And, um, you know, the, the whole idea about the spiritual warriors advancing truth and guys coming together, I talk to a lot of guys who say, well, you know, I go to a study with my wife or I go, you know, we're part of a family group. Those are good. No, Absolutely. no problem with those. <clears throat> but there's a reason that God commanded the men to get together three times a year you know, he wanted his men to be the leaders. You know, Paul even says, act like men mm-hmm. in one of his letters. And so uh, as men, when we come together at SWAT, what we're doing is we're working through the text and we're we're looking at it through the lens of how is this impacting me as a man, as a leader, and uh, as a man who's responsible to shepherd my family and responsible to walk with God in community with other men. You know, one of the things lacking in our culture is male friendship and guys standing together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a scene in Gladiator where he says, we will do better if we stick together. Right. And you see all their shields locked, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a few guys outside of that community few guys decide they're going to do it on their own and every one of them get taken down i can promise you the christian life for men and women is not designed to go solo you're designed by god to be in relationship with him first and relationship with his people second and so uh lori starts women's swat wednesday at 10 a.m here at the salem center 7235 um, um, what's in Bentley, Bentley road, Bentley now. Yeah. <laughs> Bentley road, uh, 10 to 12 for women. I'm sorry. 10 to 11, uh, 30 for women and then 12 to one for the men. Uh, so women need a little longer. They talk Chick- a little more. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Chick-fil-A will Chick-fil-A be there. Chick-fil-A will be there this week. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And then Thursday morning, six fifteen at uh Belfort road over by the wounded warrior building there. Yes. at jumping at- Jack's house of food over there and then friday is going to be at the village inn down in saint augustine at nine o'clock and thursday night is a zoom so if you want to jump on the zoom if you're in uh virginia mississippi out west uh here in florida anywhere and you can't make a day one the zoom starts at 7 p.m on thursday you have to send an email and i'll send you a link to start that yeah so send that to doug at SWATradio.com. And, that you know, that's uh, the Zoom is a great place to start if you're just curious and want to see what this is all about. I was sharing with some folks down in, in uh, Orlando last week at that conference uh, just, you know, what we're doing with SWAT and how, you know, there's probably 
what 18 19 churches represented among the men that come yeah uh so we are not we are not uh you know attached to a church we are the church and uh you know just challenge men to come and hear the word of god up doug as you know and you follow me i'm teaching from second uh first kings tomorrow chapter two and you know right right up front uh, you know david gives you know wisdom to solomon and he, if one of the first things he says is, uh, "Be strong, That's and right. show yourself a man." That's right. And and, and there there's a need for that. Yes, absolutely. Hey, uh, listen, could you read Haggai two verses ten through fourteen? And I wanna I wanna at least kind of get into that little part of Haggai uh, chapter two today, ten through fourteen, <clears throat> and just talk about this two question test he asked for the priest. This is the bedroom talk. <laughs> He's going back over what God did through Haggai 1 and the first part of 2 to remind them. So I want yes. to get into that. Go ahead. All right. Haggai 2, verse 10. On the 24th day of the ninth month in the second year of Darius, the word of the Lord came by Haggai the prophet. Thus says the Lord of hosts, ask the priests about the law. If someone carries holy meat in the fold of his garment and touches with his fold bread or stew or wine or oil or any kind of food, does it become holy? The priest answered and said, no. Then Haggai said, if someone who is unclean by contact with a dead body touches any of these, does it become unclean? The priest answered and said, it does become unclean. Then Haggai answered and said, so is it with this people. And with this nation before me, declares the Lord. And so with every work of their hands and what they offer, there is unclean. So what he's talking about here, he asked them as two question tests. Again, it's this bedroom talk. And he's going back and saying, listen, when you stop building the temple, all your sacrifices, all your other things, they were unclean because you had an area of disobedience in your life that you knew was disobedient. And when we do that, even today, and we offer God services in other areas, those are not, those. that's wood, hay, and stubble. Right. That is not uh, That is not a gift to God when we're disobedient, knowingly being disobedient. You know, in the beginning, Adam walked with God in the cool of the day, in a relationship, and it was good. Do you know when he started off, Adam uh, wasn't worried about what he was going to eat. He didn't know to worry about what he was going to eat. God provided everything for him, right? God told him, eat from this tree, Adam. You can eat from this tree, this tree, this tree. Hey, but don't eat from this one. If you eat from this one over here, you're going to die. And if you follow God's word, everything else is going to work out. I love Psalm 1. Blessed is the man that what doesn't walk in the counsel, counsel of the, the wicked, wicked or stand in the way of, yeah. way of, of sinners you know, or, or sit in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law, the law of the Lord. And on that law, he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted in Joshua 1 8. You know, he says, meditate on this word day and night. This is not an optional thing for mm-hmm. us. It is God's command to us. And so we better get straight on God's word first. You know, if you go back to Deuteronomy 28, it says, if you do this in obedience, then this happens. Uh, if you do this in disobedience, mm-hmm. then this happens. 
And, and we've forgotten that. We put more emphasis on secular education, secular success, than getting God's word into our life. Yeah. It's the first <clears throat> thing we tend to drop off. Right. By the way, Brad, let's say you have a 4.0 from Florida. And uh, you marry a, a like a, a, a 4.0 from Georgia Tech. Uh, can you still ruin your life if you ignore <laughs> God's word? Yes, you can. Look at Bernie Madoff. <clears throat> this guy handled $300 billion. That's insane to think about how much money. He had four homes, upstate New York, Manhattan, over in France, and uh, uh, down, I think, even in Palm Beach. And you know when they create cremated him, nobody wanted his ashes. Nobody even cared. Why? Because uh, you can ruin your life without spiritual and moral direction. God wanted to make sure his people understood the message of Haggai 1. And yeah. chapter 1 that, and the first part of chapter 2 deals with that. This part, there's really, he's not dealing with the cause and effect thing here. He's just telling them, I want you to learn something from hap what happens. So he says, listen, if a priest takes a sacrifice and touches something, it doesn't make it holy. The, the, the analogy I like to use to bring it to the modern is if I'm, let's say I'm healthy and you're sick. If I'm around you, is that going to make you healthy? No. But if I'm sick and you're healthy, can I make you sick? You can. You can. And, and that's what he's trying to say. And you can be the best person in the world, get all the best instruction in the world. But you're going to screw it up and mess it up if you're what? If your compass is off. Yeah. If you're in the wrong <clears throat> yeah. direction. Yeah. And yeah. so. And kind of, it kind of almost takes you back to chapter one. That, yeah. That you're, you're sowing a lot of seed, but I'm not going to give the harvest that you're looking for. Oh, yeah. And, and when we come back, I, I want to throw out some names to you of people that they were talented, gifted, but they ruined their life because there was no sports, uh, spiritual or moral compass there. Hey, call us this afternoon, 844-777-7928. We're going to go into our last session. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us, ask at SWATradio.com. If you have questions or comments, we will get back to you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.acedoor.com. The Florida Georgia Truth Network on the air in St. Augustine at 91.9. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voice of the same old lies, if you're trying to feel the same old holes inside, there's a better life. There's a better life. 
Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Monday afternoon. Great tune to come into. There's a better life. <laughs> yeah. And it's not in uh, in the things of this world. It is uh, as, our, as we are obedient to God's word. So yeah. good text we're in today. Well, yeah, you, you know, and it's interesting, um, um, you know, one of our, uh, I think it was Tim, uh, uh, Tim Carter texted that um, how God reminded this was in last week's text that God reminded them before this bedroom talk really that uh, just like I was with you when you came out of Egypt I'm with you now yeah yeah and you know he he just wants people to know he's he's for us he's not against us but we 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 forget that we get so preoccupied with ourselves and you know i I want to mention some names other than bernie madoff everybody thinks about a bernie madoff or richard nixon um but what about a lance armstrong you know he rode away for a long time everybody thought he was the greatest thing since sliced bread and the whole time all that time he was cheating yeah and now he's disgraced yeah why no sports no spiritual and moral compass tiger woods johnny manzel you know you think Mm. about these names of people that they were so popular in the eyes of the world so gifted so talented but again all of them if you really stop and think about them their careers have not ended great um and you think in the political world bill clinton i mean ruined over poor moral and spiritual choices michael jackson one of the most talented singers producers really gifted creatively but just ruined everybody laughed at him at the end of his life you know um when your heart gets off course it's not only going to mess up your life it's going to mess up the life of those around you yeah and i I would add to that doug not another name because we could all think of names of people who who are christians yeah well-known people who are christians that when we get off course so it's not limited to those who don't know christ yeah this can be true of those who do know christ oh yeah absolutely i mean like people who know christ can get off and and ruin their lives too Mm -hmm. because consequences and and people tend to think because god's merciful they won't have to deal with pretty horrendous consequences Yeah. yeah And that's not true. The way of the transgressor is hard. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, you know, by the way, I mentioned this a while ago. At TCU, did they teach you any classes on moral purity or spiritual (laughs) guidance? No, they didn't. Yeah. (laughs) My parents did that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if, if... if they if they offered that, how many people do you think would sign up for those classes? Well, when I was in school, maybe a few. Yeah. But that, yeah. But when, today, when, today that would probably never happen. Yeah. Hey, look up First Peter three ten real quick. This is Peter quoting David. First Peter three verses ten through twelve. Is um, is yeah. First Peter uh, three verse ten for whoever desires to love life and see good days. Let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord 
are on the righteous, and his ears are open to the to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. And what happens is when we start making bad choices, and let's face it, have you ever made a bad choice? <laughs> I have. Oh, yeah. We make them all the time. We, we, we break out in a moment of weakness, a moment of temptation, a moment we, we get in the flesh. And that's why it's so important to have community around the word and have people that will speak into your life. Proverbs 18.1 said, whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. He breaks out against all sound judgment. And that's why we go back and, and, and God's saying to them, hey, if you're, if you're doing something bad, you're going to influence other people. Mm-hmm. It's gonna, it's we gonna were be, just talking about that, right? Yeah, you're going to be a much bigger influence. Is it easier to pull somebody down the ladder or up the <laughs> ladder? You know. And so you think about, and this is Peter, by the way, quoting David. This is not mm-hmm. Peter writing this. He's writing this from the, this was the text. And so as we think about these ideas that Haggai is bringing out in this bedroom talk, the question we have to wrestle with, the question we have to ask is, am I, am I allowing God to speak into my life with a bedroom talk? Am I allowing him to point out sometimes when, when I'm struggling, you know, when, when, when there are consequences in my life and I've experienced him, but now I'm in his word and I'm seeing, wow, He's trying to show me that this is not where he wants me to be, that this is not a good place to be. Am I listening? Am I really listening to him? He wants to make sure that we learn lessons. Hmm. And Well, you think even what Tim was saying, how <clears throat> you know Haggai reminds them, he points them back. How often do we need that reminder? that God is with us and that if you look at you look back in your life I look back in my life those who are listening look back in your life and you see God's favor and his blessing as we come under his lordship yes we step out of that it's it's danger zone yeah he's listen if you are um consciously and willingly disobeying Jesus and God's commands, then um, you are not spreading his kingdom. You can't be because in the Jewish mindset, the king was king where his will was being obeyed. Mm -hmm. It wasn't Mm -hmm. geographical as much as it was where his will was being obeyed. So if you decide, you know what, I don't really like this rule or this commandment. I don't like this statute. And that's what's happening in our culture today. Do you know and people better be careful out there because AI is already trying. People are trying to use AI to rewrite scripture. And, you know, you and I have harped on this a lot. You know, a lot of people are using cell phones today. They're using iPads for their scripture. They're, they're carrying their iPads and their cell phone. And that's great if, you, if you've memorized the Bible and you can tell where something has been changed. <clears throat> But if you're if you're used to electronic Bibles and you don't have a physical copy where painstaking effort was made to make sure 
and the ESV, the NASB, the King James, all these Bibles that were printed, you know, it goes back before all this Mm -hmm. stuff started happening with electronics. So you can go to the text and you can see, oh, wow, this is not what it says. But on the electronic stuff, I wonder, I I really wonder if, if people all of a sudden open up their electronic Bibles on their phones and something was not the way it was in the original text, if they would even know. Gen- Genesis 3. Did God really say? Yes. It's, he's the deceiver. And, and so uh, they're trying to use AI now to rewrite uh, things about um, homosexuality and that whole, uh, that stuff, and, and they could rewrite it about anything. If and are we ready? Do we are we ready to deal with that? Hmm. You know, uh, you you might want to make sure you got a good physical copy of the scriptures around to compare if there's ever a question, because if it's just electronic, who owns the electronic Bible hmm. you got? Well, back to what you know we were we've been talking about as we make our way through Haggai is the priority of building the temple that if we are going to build the temple which is the body now and we're not talking about going to the gym (laughs) you know we're not talking about doing curls and leg presses Mm -hmm. we're talking about going to the very word of god and submitting and becoming humble Mm -hmm. coming under the authority of god and being obedient to his word well i mean you know uh the 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 kind of the thing and i want to go back to this because i I, as i look at where our technology is is going um this guy i just want to read his name was george de villa durandal he fed the entire text of the king james into an algorithm uh, that was designed to churn out dialogue in the style of the old testament and uh, he claimed his project called AI Jesus learned and absorbed every word more thoroughly than all the monks of the monasteries that have ever been uh, offering a biblical style verse of his own. And it produced passages totaling more than 30,000 words. Listen, Lori and I were with somebody the other day and we were talking to him and they were quoting something out of the Bible that isn't in the Bible. <laughs> They just threw out some words, and you know, um, uh, you know, uh, that here's one of the verses that the AI Jesus suggested: "Power and godly, and have commanded the children of the world, and I will set my face against thee, and you shall be called the people." I mean, it just, I mean, um, I will fill the land which the Lord thy God has given you a time to eat the force of the i mean <laughs> some of it doesn't make any <clears throat> sense but as it grows and and its ability to communicate they can try to replicate the style even of the king james bible without copying it but they can influence it and this is something that we knew was coming and we see it coming and so uh they're going to keep tweaking it and um uh, you know, I don't know. It's just something that we need to be aware of as we go forward because for me, give me my hard copy of the Bible that I've had for the last uh, 15, 20 years, 
and let me just keep reading that. That's where I, I spend my time in the morning. That's what I preach from, yeah. and that's what I want to read. Now, every now and then, I, if I'm in a bind somewhere and I, I don't have that with me, I might go to my iPad or whatever. <clears throat> but the bottom line is we yeah. all need a hard copy of I was going to say, we're not anti-technology. I think it's uh, <clears throat> it's important that we have the book, have the, have the hard copy of the Bible. And, uh, you know, over the years, Doug, I'm sure – I'm looking at your Bible right now. You got a lot of notes in there. You got a lot of things that God has taught you through that. And I just getting out my notes from Haggai from a couple of, it's been almost a month since yeah. you taught is just the reminder that God is with you, but he'll shake the nations to get you to come to him. Yeah, he will. You know, well, hopefully it doesn't come to that. So well, we're going to continue on in Haggai tomorrow, man. Yes, we are. Glad so. you tuned in. Join us and uh, go to SWATradio.com. If you want to check out where we're meeting this week as we kick back into gear.